0: This is Creative Banter. Hey guys. This is Madeline. And Harley. And Heather. And we are three photographers hosting Creative Banter. We want to bring a voice to the obstacles and topics that small and creative business owners have while working towards success. Today we are talking about when you have to deal with problem clients and problem vendors and all the things that come with that.
1: Yeah. So we all have to, we've all dealt with difficult people in our lives, but it's even harder when it's in a professional setting. Yeah. And as business owners, we have to have guidelines about what we will and won't tolerate when it comes to issues with clients and other professionals. So that's what we're chatting about today. Um, I figured we could start off with clients and then transition into vendors. So Mm -hmm. what is a problem client to you guys?
2: (laughs) Well, since I work with a lot of high school seniors... It's the parents mm-hmm. that I have to deal with and they can be very difficult. They can be. Oh my gosh. They I'll
0: say parents of seniors are really busy and pretty stressed out. Mhm. So sometimes that leaks into our lives because they end up wanting to reschedule on you all the time. Yeah. They end up... It, it's almost like a sense of entitlement that the parents... I don't feel like they
2: see us they as don't. business owners. They don't. They see us as people... doing people them a favor. Exactly. So they get mad at you when you're yes. like, this is a business I cannot reschedule an hour
0: before a shoot for next week. Oh, my God. You'll have to reschedule in four months a week before graduation and get your photos in summer if you reschedule type of thing. And they're like... They get really, really mad.
1: I'm so glad I don't deal with high school seniors. I do... The senior photos I do are almost always college seniors. Yeah. And... They're chill. They're much more chill. And they're much (laughs) more understanding. Like, I literally don't have the time. It's literally today or four months from now. Yeah. And they'll be like,
2: okay, I'll make the time today. Like... Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of senior parents want to take over when it comes to the sessions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ish. Oh... I've, um, I've had a mom be like, you need to suck in more to her girl when she... Uh, all like, the time. Stop all it. Yeah. the time. Or all you're, all, you're making
0: that face that you make all the time. It's not pretty. And stuff like that, like standing behind me. And I look at the girl, I'm like, you're doing great. Yeah. Like, you're doing look great. I look at the mom, I'm like, these photos are beautiful. Like, these are... Let me show you. And then I pull my camera up to, like, gain the girl's confidence back. And be like, look at this photo. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. How often do you photograph
2: senior guys? Not a lot. Have you... I've done like maybe four shoots for senior. Guys. How are the moms? How are the parents different from they're the so girls and guys? Sweet and chill. really, yeah.
1: So they're sweet. What? the so guy. Chill. The guys. So I've done high school senior boys before, and they're almost always like more laid back, or they're much more inclined to let the their sons come by themselves to the shoot. So a lot of the times, the guys. I don't even deal with the guys' parents. Like I get inquiries from the seniors. They're like, my mom said I have to do it myself, and so are the moms more controlling oh my gosh I don't know (laughs) what's wrong with my guys moms Moms. love to control their sons I don't see I have had may and maybe it's because I did them primarily um back it was dealing with the kids that I dealt with in football so I've mentioned before my dad's a football coach yeah and that I was shooting his games Mm -hmm. and so I almost all exclusively shot his play a lot of his players Because that's, I was one of the only photographers who the parents knew. And so maybe it's because I'd already built that rapport with them. They were like, here's here's the money, take them, go do stuff. Here's money for dinner, feed yourselves. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Um, I deal with, they're not, not necessarily my clients, but they're people I have to deal with. I find that... Mothers of grooms are particularly oh. awful. It's almost never the bride. Bride's mom. Mothers of grooms are particularly awful. They're And it annoying. makes me so thankful. Because I'll see brides roll their eyes at the their mm-hmm. mothers-in-laws. It makes me so thankful that Josiah's mom's an angel. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Like, do the wedding isn't the bride's wedding. It's the groom's mom's wedding.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you
0: do <laughs> I've,
2: that? I've only had maybe one or two groom's moms that were kind of an issue. It's mostly the mom like the bride's mom for me just moms just moms moms, moms, moms. are the problem client <laughs>
1: uh um but then when i shoot like families moms are the sweetest angels
2: nope
1: yeah, i may maybe stop I'm just. <laughs> stop shooting shitty families
2: Heather. no i'm <laughs> kidding if you're heather's client we love you the <laughs> thing is okay out of my whole year i maybe have one or two yeah difficult clients yeah. But it just makes it feel like this is But that one them. difficult client will make me feel like why am I doing photography? Yes. Like this is not this. It's more stressful than anything else. And then my year, when I look back at difficult <sighs> clients, it feels like I had way more than I did. Yep. you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: Yep. Because every second of your day goes to fixing their problem.
2: Yes. Speaking even though, them. even though the client's in the wrong. Yeah. It's like you're still well shit. Though. I still mm-hmm. have to give them what they want even though they're completely in the wrong and that makes me so mad sometimes speaking
1: of being in the wrong what do you do when clients like hate their photos if assuming that it's in line with your portfolio you did everything you fulfilled your end of the deal what do you do when they genuinely are like this isn't what I thought out like whether it's a self-confidence issue or they're like I thought this style would be great but I actually don't like it
0: I would say So I've never had that issue, but I'm fully prepared that this could happen one day. I would say before you apologize and offer anything for free, um, like that's new extra work, always say, what photos do you love the most? I will make sure you get free prints of those. If there's more than five or ten, I will make sure you have an album of your favorite photos and all your prints that you do love. After that, if they're still like, hell no, offer a mini shoot. If they're still like, no, we don't want to work with you ever again, I just say I apologize. Maybe we shouldn't work together again. If they want their money back, then be like mm-hmm. I will get my lawyer. Unless you really did mess up.
2: Lawyer? <laughs> a lawyer.
0: I have an attorney. But I yeah. protect protect yourself at all costs first as a business, but also be empathetic. Maybe you did mess up. Maybe your style changed. Maybe the conditions for the weather weren't that great. Maybe one of their kids were sick. If you need to be empathetic, then yeah, maybe go out of your way offer them some things that you typically wouldn't do because you want your client to be happy. Mm-hmm. But if they're just being... Rude. Rude and horrible and trying to take advantage of you, like, you need to understand, like, this is a business. People don't go shop at, like, Zara, ruin some clothes, come back and be mm-hmm. like, I, I, want- I walked in things. mud in these clothes and I don't like the way it looks now. And I'm going to return them and the tags are off. You know, like, <gasps> they're not going to take that oh back. Gosh. No. So, oh, like, no. you're still a business. But, like, again... I think empathy is really important. I mm-hmm. it's under it's good to understand the line
1: between. What do you do when it's an event? Ooh. and they hate their photos because you can't reshoot for, it. Yeah, you can't. Um, I know, like what I do with weddings, all the and I've only had it come up once, and um, I I offered to reshoot of the couple's photos. That was the part that they didn't like. They were like, "We don't like any of our couples' photos," and I was like
2: an easy fix yeah thank god that's an easy fix we can all pay for your hair
1: makeup artist we'll get you back in your dress let's do it and
0: you don't want them to be mad at you long term you want them to spread your Mm -hmm. name in a good way so you do and you want them to be happy they are your client yeah you're working for them
2: yeah i think it's hard when with those situations because if it's a wedding day and they're running late and you're not getting the time you need it's, it's not our fault mm-hmm. that we that can only like, fit in 10 minutes of your session for yep. the couples. Is it in your contract that it's... Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah I know you don't do Contracts are number answer. one. But for seniors, when I... Like yesterday, it was cloudy and windy and humid. So I messaged Just my senior. Yesterday. I was like, hey... This is what it's looking like today. I have this day open. If you're wanting more of a sunny session, like I will move my client because yep, I, I know that, that they're gonna hate the overcast pictures. yeah Because I hate them. Like yep. I, I for my style, I don't like the overcast. Yeah, the really? most. Yeah.
1: Oh, that is my absolute favorite.
2: I mean, it really depends definitely. on the location too. True. Because the colors, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like out here on your property, it'd be really pretty. Yeah. Oh, out here where it's a lot of open lands, nice and bright and i can position them any way i want with yeah. the overcast makes it easy but if i'm in a park and it's green and it's overcast oh yeah it's like holy shit especially in the winter everything looks oh, dead yeah it's dead. so hard and everyone ever, oh, yeah does stuff stay green in the winter no mm, you'll see when we start getting more rain in november it'll start it'll kind of stay it's green yellow okay. brown but okay it's greener than california Depends on the part of California. you're My in. from <laughs> my part, part. My part. <laughs> you were like, yeah, "What?" Your part. Um,
1: <laughs> because like the where I'm from in California, we had tons of evergreen trees, so it was a, like a pretty healthy mix of like all these dead looking things know. and then a bunch of. You'll evergreens. find that here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah been, uh, especially up where we trees. live. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do when your client won't pay you?
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's, Contracts it, it, number one. Take a deposit, number two. Yeah. Do not deliver their images before they have a final I love that. Do you, um, yeah. if, it's, if it's a wedding
1: and, like, the total amount is due 30 days before the wedding, which, by the way, friends, is normal.
2: Um, it is normal. It is. I do a week out just because. Well, what if they don't? Do you still show up and take the photos? I what still show fuck? up. What is on the roof? It's, it's the cat. A bird. It's the cat. So as long, <laughs> as, as long as I'm in contact with my bride and i know why i haven't gotten the payment then i will show up okay but they still won't get their pictures until after i get the final payment. okay yeah. okay um that's kind of because mine. they if unless like let's say this bride for some reason didn't do her deposit no i'm not gonna I'm well not gonna then it's there. not her date anymore. yeah exactly so yeah. as long as i have a deposit i'm there and then if she pays me afterward she'll get her pictures But if
0: you need to – if you're really having issues and you edited the photos, you need to deliver them, you need your money, you did the work, and that's still happening, I (sighs) would go – I would make sure you can find a lawyer. You can go online and find a lawyer. You can ask people around Mm -hmm. for a lawyer. Get an email from them. Mm -hmm. Have it sent to the client. And usually that first step will make someone pay. If you can't –
1: And lawyers don't charge a lot to let you do that, by the way. Right. That's –
0: and you might know someone too. Under bucks, like yeah. if you have a friend that's yeah. a lawyer, they might be willing oh, yeah, to throw you a bone. Mm-hmm. I'm and I'm be sure like, that, I'll pay you if they, if we have to further this process. Uh, yeah.
2: The, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I'm not sure about Pixie <laughs> Set, but I know with Pass Plus. So I thought my senior had paid in adv- or paid the total in advance, but when I looked back, she didn't, and I mm-hmm. had already delivered the picture. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, oh yep, my god! I, yes. So I went back to Pass Plus and I hid the gallery. Before she had downloaded the pictures. Good. Good. And oh, then yeah. I was like, you hide them. by the way, I need your final payment, blah, blah, blah. You know, when I get it, the pictures will be reinstated.
1: <laughs> um, that kind, of, do you, that kind of feeds into what we were saying. Do you think that lower price points tend to attract more problem clients versus, like, clients who can afford to, like, shell out more money so they're typically not as concerned about?
2: Honestly, no. Money. I feel I like know. there's problems very- with every
0: level of yeah there's entitlement with everyone or people that just disrespect and and i understand like if you're offering like really 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 low-balling like free shoot but you have to pay for like three digitals and it's only going to be 20 bucks and they are not wanting to pay at all Mm -hmm. but like that's a very specific situation and that's because they're going in with the mindset that they might not have to pay anything and so they don't want to pay anything but like in the end like i don't I understand when people say that, but I really don't think
1: that's the case. Mm -mm. Okay. We haven't really touched on that like Mm -mm. at all yet. And I actually don't, wasn't sure what you guys. What do you think? Um, I think that the problems change with price point. Yeah. The, as you're dealing with like hiring clientele, there tends to be more entitlement issues Mm -hmm. versus with, um, lower I don't want to say lower clientele, but essentially lower clientele, mm-hmm. it tends to be more about pro- Like, it tends tend to be more about price. Just the
0: price in general. But maybe yeah. if they're paying more, they're like, well, if I'm paying this much, then, like, if it's not my ideal situation today, like, say it's 50 degrees, but I want it to be 65 degrees, then we're not shooting
1: today type of thing. Yes. Like, um, and more I've, detailed. Yeah. That's, that tends, to, what I've found tends yeah. to be... Um, Which I get. Sure. Like, if I
0: was paying a lot of money, then I might do the same but I also would understand like
1: I would understand hear them saying no yeah then I'd be like
0: okay like this is it this is what i booked you yeah.
1: know it is what it is mm-hmm. um so what's the most petty or like a funny issue that you've had with a client
2: when clients don't read okay let me start from the beginning <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it's I love it when someone inquires through my website I send them a pricing guide, a full-on this is what's going to happen from day one to the day you get your pictures. Like, I have everything written out for them with pictures. Like, it's I it's fun. It. It's
1: a fun pricing
2: guide. <laughs> and then, from there, I ask if they have any questions, blah, blah, blah. Then I type up the contract. Then they sign the contract and pay the deposit. I'll have people who will skip over any of the price. Like, nothing, they won't read anything from the first email. They won't, I guess, read the contract at all. No right and no, no, no one reads contracts. And then I'll have them well, I booked this session and it only says I didn't know that the, my locations had to be nearby for my two hour session
1: and you're like, did you
2: read? I'm like, okay, okay for see? one, it says that on my website, on the pricing guide and on your contract. yep. so I don't I don't really know what else to tell you and then they're disappointed and then I feel bad. Yeah. That they're they're mad and upset about it. Yeah. it's their own fault? It's their own fault. Yeah. Yeah, it drives me
0: crazy. It's, um, I don't know. I feel like if I had something super petty that has happened in the past, I would definitely remember it because I can't think of anything. (laughs) I have had to sit down and put a lot more communication in with someone and educate them and be like, this is why we're not doing this. This is why we're doing this. This is why I shoot at these times. Right. Yeah. And I let them know. And there's sometimes some pushback. Um, Overall, though, I've never really had... I mean, I've had clients who have needed more attention from me. Sure. But Mm -hmm. nothing that, like, I can't be empathetic with. I'm lucky, though. Because I know some people have had nightmare stories.
2: Oh, yeah. I feel like with what I've heard from other photographers, mine are like
1: nothing nothing right <laughs> I um recently actually it was a couple of weeks ago was supposed to drive about three hours from where I live to shoot a proposal oh yeah and <laughs> yeah I don't know about this in yeah. um, to shoot a proposal and um I called the person it I found out on a Monday the proposal was on a, on that following Saturday it was like a last minute thing mom decided they wanted a photographer so I'm in contact with the bride's mom, who's flying in from California, <laughs> and um, for a proposal. For a proposal, yeah, because though it was, they were doing it under the guise of it being a family photo shoot for mom's right. Christmas. Right, plans. right, right, okay. Smart. And so she was flying down here because the rest of the family, I guess, lives in this area. Got she it. lives in California, so she was flying in, and um, she told me she was like flying on Wednesday, and so I, she wanted a videographer. X was her price point, so I'm like, great, I can work within that. I'll find, I'll help you find a videographer. So I reach out to in all these groups I'm in on Facebook and reach out to all these videographers that are local in the area um, and found one. And she was really great, was also willing to work with a price point, was like, hey, just let me know time, blah, blah, whatever. And I was like, great. So I message the mom back to let her know um, the details and let her know, you know, X, Y, and Z, don't hear from her that that day. But, I mean, I texted her at like 8 p.m. So I'm like, maybe she goes to mm. sleep. Maybe she's busy doing stuff in, with her family in California um i don't hear from her the next day and so i shoot her a text the following evening i was like hey didn't hear back from you um can you confirm this This is like you know still what you want don't have they paid a deposit yet no i'm trying to get back a hold of her so i could let her know that we found somebody okay yeah because initially it was she didn't want to book me unless i could find a videographer Mm -hmm. fine whatever Mm -hmm. um
2: yeah and so i
1: still haven't heard back from her so then i call her and i go straight to voicemail this is when wednesday afternoon i think I'm like, oh no, what's going on? And so Thursday morning, I call the videographer. Hey, I still haven't heard back. I want to make sure we're on the same base. The girl, the videographer lives in Tyler. So it's still a drive. We're going to Stephenville. So it's still two hours for her. Mm -hmm. And it's three hours for me from my house. And um, we don't hear. And then Josiah is like, I've I've left her like two voicemails because it's literally the next day. So Friday, Josiah Mm -hmm. decides to call. He calls. She answers because she doesn't have his number. So she answers and he's like, blah, blah, blah. Are we showing up? And she's like, can I call you back? And he's like, no, I literally just need a yes or a no. She's like, no, and just hangs up on him. That's weird. And I'm like, like what the fuck? Really weird. Like, it was very weird. Not and like, the first time that I talked to her, I didn't get any like weird vibes or anything like that. Like The area code of the phone number matched up to where she said she was from. I mean, maybe something happened and between the
0: couple maybe but maybe there was a fight maybe proposal was called or
2: maybe, maybe. she found someone
1: cheaper yeah. way
2: cheaper that's my that's it's my like guess. I but just text me and let me tell you yeah, back i say sorry I found somebody else it's not I will say that even with normal brides it's like when you when I send you an inquiry we meet in person and you ghost me that's worse than telling me that you found another photographer just tell me you found yeah because you're taking time that's why I will
0: not put time and communication into someone if they don't communicate with me and don't pay their deposit, I, it's not happening. I will not do no. follow-ups. I'll do one follow-up email. No response. Done. I'm not wasting my time because you're not going to book me. Because I've been in that situation and I'm like, I'm not blocking off an entire day for someone that can't respect my time. Like, that's yeah. so rude that they can't even send you even a text message. Yeah. That's rude. People oh, that's horrible. think about it. And they think we just go about our day not... Like rearranging our lives around other people
1: that we do, so it's
0: like, mm. hello, I'm over here. It was.
1: I don't want to say it's a learning experience because, like, I know and I know that's typically what happens. But I was like, maybe she just got wrapped up when well, she you like were landed because
0: she's coming in from California. You yeah. think she would take it
1: a little more seriously with so you? So I assumed the best in somebody, and it didn't go. So <laughs> it did not go. They go.
0: failed you. Yes. Oh, um, no. Questionnaires are really good to prevent. um certain things like if i need to set this up on my website or Me like too. through ink like dub's auto or something girl we need to sit Dubsado.
1: down we're gonna talk where you yes. have a whole episode oh, literally God. dedicated to CRM. we should go heather.
0: over it before that and then I, we can talk yes about and then
1: heather you guys talk about dub's auto
0: because that worry.
2: was a big thing about brides just shopping first brides actually interested in you if you have a questionnaire on your website even with seniors mm-hmm. i have my pricing completely laid out on my website yep. Then they can go to my contact page, fill out the teeny tiny questionnaire yep. for that inquiry, and then I send them the pricing guide. So mm-hmm. when I know when I send them that pricing guide, they're actually interested in booking a session. Yep. Now it just needs to be if my schedule works with their schedule. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. So we have, we literally have a whole episode
1: of that Um <laughs> So let's, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about problem vendors. What, what does it mean to be a problem vendor? I
0: would say vendors that... Aren't gonna treat you well, are gonna try to take advantage of your work and your time, or are gonna go behind your back in any way. That's a problem vendor. Happens. Do, you a, mm-hmm. do you have a story to share? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I think, don't work with vendors really. That's true
2: for events, you might? No. Okay. Styled shoots, have you ever had any problems? Mm-hmm. The that's only it. vendor I have problems with, or I've had problems with in the past. Is the wedding planner or the day of coordinator? The wedding planner.
1: Oh, lots of issues with wedding. Planners. Wedding planners
0: are so annoying. They want it to be about them and their day. They're always in the photos because they want to be right next to bride and groom. They're so like I've every time I work with a wedding planner, they're the most self-absorbed. Not all wedding planners are the ones I've worked with. Any time I've worked with a wedding planner, I've never worked with a good one. The wedding I planners. I don't work with vendors. I've worked with the wedding planner. I don't like.
2: I really don't. But the few yeah. times I have, I've had Those very bad times.
0: experiences.
2: Oh, oh gosh. Now now all my memories are popping up. <laughs> I love for it. for the wedding planners, okay, I, for my brides, I help with the timelines. And so when the bride gives the wedding planner or the day of coordinator the timeline, it's my timeline, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's yours. You did it. And then when it comes down to the day of, they're expecting me to keep the timeline in check. I'm like, lady, this is your job. Like, you're yeah. the one who needs to keep everything in, in flow on the day of. Like, I've had day of coordinators or planners go m-i-a like pretty much they're gone like i'm the one telling people what to do when to do it i have to go find mom to bustle a dress i have to go tell the dj we're doing While this at this time things, it's yes. impossible.
1: and let me be clear i don't mind doing those things when i'm expect like yes, when i walk yes. in knowing because then guess what yep. i've budgeted that time yep i've given time for, to or i've already designated okay well you know, the sister-in-law can go find the groom's mom and bring her in here for these mm-hmm. photos or whatever. Um, but when it's stressed unexpectedly upon you, you're ready to fight somebody about it.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you do, though, like, before... Because I feel like a lot of times, like, when it's weddings, that's really when you work with vendors a lot. Yeah. Is yeah. you don't communicate with the vendors before or really after that much unless they need photos from you. So it's like, what do you do? Like, I, I feel like it's just part of the industry. This could be very naive of me and wrong, but, like... I feel like it's just one of those things that you just
1: hope for the best. Um, I don't know. One of the things I did want to touch on was, like, do you reach out to vendors before an event? And you guys both said no, right?
2: Mm, the I personally don't reach out to anybody, but the wedding planners will reach out to me.
1: Okay. I almost... All the weddings that I've worked on, they almost never do wedding planners day of coordinators because I work for Control Freak Brides. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I'm all for it. But um, they because a lot of them are very control freakish, literally hand me a vendors list. Here's who will be here on this day. Coordinate whatever you need to with them. And I do. I reach out to almost all of them because, I mean, coming from where I came from, Marino, I almost always knew everybody already. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was easy to reach out and say, hey, Heather, we're working together. I'm doing video. You're doing photo. Let's go get coffee and talk about a game plan. Like, um, then it just makes that day go so much smoother.
2: Yeah. I've had one videographer that... I did not. I mean, he was really, really cool Mm -hmm. during the day. The only problem I had with him was during the exit, which I think was partly the venue's. I don't know if it's the venue or the wedding planner's fault for how they set up the exit. But they had like a tunnel of people from inside of the venue going to the car, like not from the outside, from like the the inside going through to the car. And the videographer was with them from the start. And I was at the end, He's in every so photo. I have his ass and his head and his camera and every single photo of them coming down the exit. They all need to be mm. side by side. I'm like, that I was um. pissed and I felt bad because now that bride, who I'm pretty good friends with, has the videographer's ass in all of her exit photos. Cute. Oh,
1: that's frustrating, but there's not, I mean, with something like that, there's not really much you...
2: I feel like he should have been like, like where, are are stand? Stand? Yeah. where are you going to stand? Where yeah. are you going to be? For sure.
1: Oh, by the way, been. I'm going
2: to be here the whole damn time. Yeah, he, I, I would have gone them from the back. usually they stand right next to you mm-hmm.
1: yeah. on those situations. I've been very blessed in that every time I've dealt with a videographer, it's
2: been... I incredible. personally love
1: looking, working I with videographers. Too. I do, too. Um, I think that... they like When it's something that can be a good collaboration, it's really great. But when it's bad it is bad really bad with mm-hmm. br- with that particular vendor um and i'm sure they say the exact same stuff about i uh, know yeah. about us that so we i think collectively can all do better you know not
2: I just I, us i always think about when i'm working with a videographer how much they hate our clicking sound
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> like they probably
2: my gosh hate it so they just, much and they're making natural
1: sounds to mix them with yeah. music i yeah, always think true. about that i feel bad about yeah. my shutter yeah, that's true <laughs> um what do you do when vendors are explicitly told like that they need to pay for photos and then they just use them anyways?
2: So I don't, I don't have vendors have to pay. Right. I don't even make sense.
1: That's intense. Um, so what you're saying is like, for example, if a venue contacts you and says, "Hey, you shot. I know you shot it. X wedding. Mm-hmm. Can we use the photos for advertising?" You just say, "Oh, yeah, that's a whole. Here you my, go. I would not, not for advertising. I would never for let for their social do that.
2: media and their website. Yeah, that
1: is advertising."
2: Well, well, I'm thinking more of like pamphlets and printed stuff. Paid oh, okay. advertisements. Yeah.
1: But, like, for like, you are, do you have like a vendor
2: gallery that you send out? So, the gallery that I send to my clients, uh-huh. I'll also send a link to. Oh, vendors. okay. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, say
0: I take portraits of someone and they pay, like, just for a portrait shoot and they put it on their Instagram. They have every right to put it on their Instagram, but they don't have every right to sell that photo and profit from it. So if a vendor, I allow the vendor to share photos, but I won't let them profit from my photos in that way.
1: What do you do if you walk into your favorite venue that you shoot all the time? Or, oh, better yet. What do you do when you go to um, inquire about getting your hair and makeup done for a wedding that you're personally involved in and you find out that your favorite hair and makeup artist is hanging out pamphlets with photos you took and you didn't know? Cease and desist what about yeah. the ones they already handed out well
2: you, know, you can't do you anything. Can't, yeah yeah but
0: i if it's something that you're willing to go far on i'm sure if you actually took it to court if it's like worth it you probably they probably would owe you they
1: a lot of the time it's not worth it no <laughs> no no no. venues <laughs> is almost it's it would be like yeah. a venue but
0: right if they're making like if they've made like ten thousand dollars in a month off of your photos you probably get that money back some at least, not all of it a chunk of it but you could at least do what you could but i mean most of the time it's not worth it but at least you can put a stop to what
1: you're what's being used i you think feel. it's worth it to do the seasons right. i don't think it's worth it to go any further than that because i mean and prior to it's a season to, and, well, and <laughs> it time also percent. as bad as it, sounds, it trashes your reputation yes. yeah i
2: was just gonna say i wouldn't want yes. bad blood with that yeah. yeah so i think that
1: before I jump straight to cease and desist, for sure I'd be having a conversation with yeah. whoever I'm connected with with that vendor. If it's mm-hmm. um, the owner, it's the owner, and just say, "Hey, did you know that this is a thing you actually need to pay for?" And right. do some education because copyright it happened. It happened to me, mm-hmm. and I approached. It was a it was a venue. I approached the venue and said, "Hey, blah blah,", blah gave them the spiel about um, these are actually protected, and you actually have to pay for these if you're going to use them in paid marketing and they were just they just didn't know yeah and they're like okay um can you get me your prices right and they pay and they were willing to pay for it that's good um so I luckily didn't have to go through any of that they were just (laughs) oh my gosh I had no idea and I've had that happen with um florists they've
0: yeah florists
1: I've worked with will post or they'll post like images from pinterest of someone else's florals when they're advertising and they don't know that like those photos copyright yeah there's copyright issues and I reached out to someone that I knew that I consider a friend and said hey you might not want to do that and she said okay and then just left the photos up and I'm like
2: well, awkward yeah, I see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or, or in the hard way she mentioned and there was another instance where they mentioned um that the bride had sent them photos and i was like you might want to reach out to the photographer and make sure that that's okay because a lot of people myself included have additional contracts with the vendors because i i just want to know who's using my photos like i don't i don't have any issues with vendors from events or weddings or shoots or whatever using my photos none whatsoever but i want to know that But as a
2: vendor why would you even share someone else's work that's not your work like, that picture from Pinterest, was it her flowers and her arrangement? No. Nope. So, what's the point of you've been posting money? That's so
0: annoying. I also uh, yeah. think it's really important, and this is also more with weddings or anything that you have, you go through one person who also hires a bunch of vendors, you need to tell them, if someone asks you for my photos and permission to use, like, your wedding day photos, because people will usually go behind the photographer's back and yeah. talk to the bride and be like, can mm-hmm. we use these photos? And the bride's like, sure, because they don't know. They don't know, right? You have to talk to your clients... And yeah, be like, yeah. you cannot give these photos away to it's, anyone else it's, it's in, in, in my, a contract but I'm also going to tell card. you now these are my yeah. photos and you have the right to mm-hmm. post them you do not have the right to give them to anyone else and no one else gets to use them
1: I in mine and I talk to them about it I'm like you know if your mom wants to post them on her social media right. that's fine they can if, be shared yes I was With like
0: family and and yeah friends. I go
1: through like I talk about um, and we, we're going to have a whole other episode on copyrights also yeah um, but I go through the limited use license that's granted through my contract and the limited use is personal use only yeah so they yes. can and they <laughs> get a they get a print license also so they yeah. can print through whoever they want but um, it's personal use only so that means a business cannot post on their social media yeah. they cannot touch those photos without explicit permission from my company. And so far that they've been really great about about sending vendors my way because I took the time to educate them like that mm-hmm. that's what this means and not that I'm saying that you're going to go behind my back and just give them out but if sometimes it's done out of ignorance rather than out of malice and yep. that doesn't but that doesn't make it
2: okay. Yep. Yep, exactly. Yeah, after so when a bride books meet, in her questionnaire it's who are each of your vendors and okay. then after the event mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, y'all, here's the gallery if you want to use the images. And it says, make sure to tag these other vendors. And I list all oh, of the vendors. Genius. So they can all tag each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, I
1: do that too. I love that. I put it, um, I think I mentioned it before, you I did. do an image at the very end yes. this says vendor Everyone's list. Everyone's
0: name's on a photo that's uploaded to the gallery so they
1: have reference. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's um, smart. So at what point do you think someone would become a problem vendor? Is it, again, like, the same lines as soon as they cross, like, the disrespect line? You don't want to work with them anymore?
0: I would say if they don't communicate with you a lot, like, if they're just kind of ignoring you, if you have questions and you're trying to reach out, or if they just blatantly just argue with what you ask of them.
1: I, those are red flags. What's a—do you have big issues you have offenders vendors, like, models included? Um— because, I, I mean, I consider them
2: vendors. That's true. But That's a good point. When it's styled shoots, just not showing up. No shows. Ghosting, lack mm-hmm. of communication. Yep. Oh, man. Disrespect for
0: <laughs> the item. Like, okay, so I've worked with, when I do styled shoots, but like, for, like, more, like, editorial fashion type of stuff, which is not something I've done lately, but...
1: You do some pretty cool stuff there, though. Yeah, it's,
0: it's been fun. It's and fun. And, like, I've worked with amazing... Um, artists but sometimes like a stylist will show up with extremely wrinkly clothes wrapped up in a bag and then all the clothes are wrinkled during the shoot i'm like that's extremely unprofessional
2: oh
1: my God. And do i have to educate you how to do your job beforehand and, too? and that's so much more work like for us because we don't want we don't want to turn out photos with wrinkly dresses no. and stuff and can we fix it in post yes i'm not going to i'm probably i probably, <laughs> I probably couldn't
2: it would look horrible
1: um, I don't know. Yeah, I can, but I'm probably not going to.
2: <laughs> and then being late,
0: being late, or not even messaging at all when it's the day of. I would ghosting.
1: say, I would say it's not so much like being late, but it's like being late without a, like a, a heads up. Yeah. If you let me know, hey, there's so much more traffic than I thought because there was an accident. Fine. It. I mean, like, it's a bummer, but I'm not going to be. literally
0: wrecked my car on the way to a style Shut the fuck up. I what did. happened? I <laughs> hid plane down a hill and busted my headlight out. Into oh, was that what happened hitch. to your headlight? Yeah. <laughs> it was gone. Like, it was in no. my car. Someone zip oh tied it back forward.
2: <laughs> so I messaged... <laughs> t-
0: I know. So I messaged everyone. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be late. But they were still getting their hair and makeup done. But, oh, also, when I do styled shoots, I tell the makeup artists and the hair artists, we have two to three hours. If you want to do longer, like, how long does it take you to do all of this? And they're like, two to three hours. Four hours later, we have 30 minutes to shoot because there's no, no light left. This happens every time I do a styled shoot. Um, and I'm like, you guys, you cannot take three hours to do makeup.
1: I, yeah, I... <laughs> mm-hmm. Do not hire one person for hair and makeup, and they have to be separate people, because I'm not interested in waiting around for three hours while... These are
0: separate people. What the fuck? Yes. And this happens every single time. So, like, I always have to be very clear with every single vendor I work with. This is your time limit. This is when you have to show up. This is when we're done by. Make sure all of this is done. And I just feel like a nanny at that point, but it's what
1: you have to do. The style shoot that I put together in Reno right before I left, like... Literally, it was shoot, and then I had one day, and then we moved. It was awful. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't shoot the day and before moving. Well, and we started at nine a.m. and didn't finish till eight p.m. Oh um, gosh! But, so I had dope. multiple in-depth conversations with the hair and makeup artist about exactly how long it would take, and when I was planning the day, I put in an extra thirty-minute buffer on like that specifically. Mm-hmm. But I we I was also very fortunate that the venue we were working. With um, which is Sierra Water Gardens in Reno, if anyone's interested, um, was willing to let us come in earlier because they had they had a bunch of stuff going on that day too, and they said if you can shoot around it, you can use the venue. Yeah, which was great. Um, they but they were like, "Yep, come in, use the house that the owner lives in that's on the property, or mm-hmm. the person who manages it that lives in that's on the property." And um, then we were initially starting at ten, and then I was like. Hey, can we start at nine instead? And she was like, sure. That's cool. Come in. Love to see you. Do you want breakfast? Like, it was great. Um, But I went like extensively over a timeline three or four different times with my hair and Mega Bars and said, okay if you're not done with her at this point, we're walking out the door and she says, okay, I'll get it done. Yeah. I would say like most importantly, the key to
0: all of this is communicating beforehand (laughs) and you learn how to communicate better with experience because of trial and error. But like you can take notes of like the things we're saying, like this is thing. These are things that could potentially happen. This is how to prevent them with communication. Um, make sure you restate everything that's written in your contract and your guides and your emails also in person. Like you have to repeat yourself like a broken record mm-hmm. and you have to, like, I'm not saying like be prepared for the worst, but just know that there are a lot of ways where things could go wrong. And so it's good to just be as prepared as possible in case
1: something does go wrong. Um, wow. What point does the things go so wrong that you just return the money and back out of whatever it is?
2: I've never... I've been very close to doing that. But I'll do my best to, like, figure out the situation before having to... Have you ever... Kind of, uh, cancel on them. Have you gotten
1: ever gotten, like, an inquiry for, like, a, for a senior and read it and read... Like, or had, like, an initial conversation with someone and been like, I don't want your money. Please go find if, someone different. From the than very that.
2: beginning, if I know we're not going to be a good fit and I could just tell... Sorry, that date's, that date's booked. <laughs> like, I just... Okay. I, I get I get red flags and in inquiries, and I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to pursue it. But when it. someone's already booked me, and, or yeah. at least put down their deposit, and we have a problem, I will try my best and do everything I can to fix the situation before I have to cancel on them and mm-hmm. return their deposit. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that never
0: happens. To I you. I haven't
1: had that happen.
2: And I
0: know it happens to some people. And in the end, like, most of the time photographers will be like, the best thing what you can that? do right now instead of going to court and dealing with months worth of headaches is to give them their money back. Give them the money back. And I'm not saying do that every time, but it really depends. Maybe you did mess up or maybe, maybe they're just people that are not worth the negativity in your life for the next following like, year. Maybe something
1: yeah. happened with them and now yeah. they're going through whatever they're going through and they're taking it out on you because you're a temporary person in their life. Yeah, I had a
2: senior mom or I guess she didn't it was a senior album I had made for her and all of her emails, I had all the proofs and all of her confirm like confirmations and everything, printed the album, sent it her way, and she says, I don't like this page. I need a new album. And then I was just like, okay, well this is the confirmation. Like you confirmed all of these pages and she was still adamant about having new albums i'm like fuck it here's your i i was so done with this mom i was so done with i'm like i'm in the busiest season of my senior photographers or my senior which is so so and i could not handle her no and she was already a huge problem during her girls her daughter session Mm -hmm. and editing she wanted all these special edits for the daughter so at this point i just wanted her out of my life, so I just sent her a you whole like goddamn album. I'm just like, yep. and then she's come back to me for other sessions. Like, I'm booked. I'm sorry. Yeah. At least she doesn't hate you, but you're also never gonna work with her. I again. will never work with her again. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. It, 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 honestly, it comes down to your gut instinct, and yeah. don't don't be so stubborn and egotistical that mm-hmm. you cannot make a good decision. Not based off of what's right or wrong, but based off of protecting your energy and your time yeah. and your business.
1: So it's funny that you mentioned The Gut Instinct because I'm currently in the middle of reading um, The Gift of Fear. Uh huh. It's a little, it's actually literally right over there. Um, Ooh. It's the one that's not facing us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, that doesn't it's called that. The Gift of Fear, and it's a whole entire book about how um, listening to your gut instinct could save your life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's so... I feel and this is like taking it to a whole other level i feel like so much as young women were told oh don't listen to that it's not that important Mm -hmm. that's not true it is important and if your gut instinct is telling you not to work with someone or giving you red flags about somebody for any number of reasons listen to it there's a reason why you're getting that reaction (laughs) this is turning into a therapy session (laughs) but
2: we need it (laughs) i have this stupid bed that's sitting in my studio right now that i'm trying to sell oh yeah it's uh, just sitting yeah, back yeah, over yeah. there someone messaged me on facebook marketplace and i don't know if it was like a language barrier or whatnot but they were freaking me out you're so like, i just no. blocked them i'm just like nope you're not getting no. they're, <laughs> they're like, coming on your property yeah like send me your address I, i'll come right now and like i'm like uh I'm like Got six f- says no it was <laughs> it got really creepy and nope. like, nope. Mm-mm. Sorry, Mm-mm. I just
0: blocked him. I had a gut <laughs> instinct about someone, a potential client of mine that I was going to work with all the time. I put a lot of time into this person because they demanded a lot of time, but I also didn't mind because, like, I was this was going to be a long term relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to get red flags, and then she started to email me like red flags I was sending her, and I it was a really weird
1: situation can you give us an example of like what she sent to you no
0: uh it's in an email but basically i read it to my sister and her friend who were both pas and they were like straight up sounds like borderline personality disorder and i'm not against anyone who has any type of disorders <laughs> just saying This could have been bad because the way she was treating me, it felt very manipulative. Everything was... It could have been dangerous. Yeah. It it could have been really difficult for me to deal with. And I was starting to be the one at fault, even though I did nothing wrong. And I know that. So I actually was just like, you know what? I think we're not going to be good together. And I cut it off. And I felt... biggest relief after that and I was like there's nothing like I hope you find what you're looking for I hope you're happy I think you're right we are not a good match and we respected that from each other and that was fine and it was all good nothing bad happened but I was just like yikes that could have been really bad and I felt so much better that I didn't make a decision out of desperation out of wanting money out of trying to build my portfolio like I took my business hat off and I let my gut tell me like no you don't need to say yes to everything you need to follow your gut instinct and like so I had something
1: really potentially scary happen before really then. so I had someone reach out to me on my personal Instagram which is like I that mean that's fine me. yeah. I get inquiries on my personal Instagram for photos all the time and I tell yeah. them to email me but I got this one and it was someone who's interested in booking and I was like okay great and I sent him an email they're corresponding with the email it was a guy who wanted um, like bodybuilding shots done which okay fine whatever um like lived in a nice part the address he gave me was a nice part of town like it was somewhere i was familiar with um and then i was like okay great you know so so you know like two of us come my fiance's is gonna be coming blah 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 and he said oh he can't come (gasps) nope sorry i'm not gonna do it i Unless I, it's somebody that I know really well, I won't shoot with clients on a one-on-one basis. Oh, yeah. Even, like, men, women, anybody. Oh, I've had some I weird
0: stuff with women. I, I actually think there was some sex trafficking involved. And I said, I need to FaceTime you, and I need to know every single person that's going to be in this photo shoot involved. And she wouldn't do it. And I was like, it was so creepy sounding. And I was like, that doesn't sound... What oh, was the
2: photo shoot it's supposed to be? It was for
0: a bunch of girls. She kept using the word girls, too. I will find the email and show you guys because it's Please somewhere don't. in my old emails. It was creepy. Ugh, that's and I also will say this to everyone. Make sure you know who you're working with before you go to a photo shoot. FaceTime them. Meet them over coffee. Get Stop their social them. media. There are so many times I show up to like middle of nowhere state parks with lakes at 4 a.m. right before sunrise mm-hmm. alone. And I will not get out of that car if I don't know who I'm meeting. Yeah, no. Because mm-hmm. that's where you die. <laughs> and I will not get murdered on a photo shoot. Don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: No. <laughs> um, well, I do carry a concealed handgun. That
1: does help. <laughs> yeah, this helps. <laughs> um, I want to find someone who's a female-run gun shop locally to have them come in and. Oh my god, about. how cool would that be? I know. I'm on the hunt. Find so, it. Yeah. If any of you guys know that are yeah, listening, out out. Um, I have someone in mind. I'll reach out to her. But um, just know who you're working with and yes.
0: communicate with everyone.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Follow your gut. Yes. Absolutely. World story. (laughs) Read The Gift of Fear. Um, Yeah, read The Gift of Fear. Could the issues that we deal with with both vendors and clients, do you think, be greatly reduced by careful education and or, like, ensuring the contracts are read rather than just signed or whatever? This is a... You don't even wait for me to finish the question. The answer is yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The more you can... Just tell them over and over and over again yeah. what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. The better they're prepared, because yep. they won't get for your expectations. Yeah, okay. exactly. Expectations, communication. Mm-hmm. I thought that would actually be like a question we would debate a little bit, but it's very no. clear. <laughs> it's no No. Like, <laughs> even I, I send, So the, uh, even with the contract, I send a welcome email with another guide of more information. They love then, it. Then a week before their session, I do a follow-up of this is what i'm expecting then the day of their session is the final payment and more information
1: i'm really distracted by your long fingers right now I have you spirits. have really long, really fingers. long. <laughs> these have fingers these i have huge hands
2: these
1: are spare fingers it's not a real thing cheerleading folks all right how can how do you guys think that we as photographers can be better um collaborators when it comes to educating those that we partner with um. if, whether it's a vendor or a client don't
0: let your ego get in the way mm-hmm. uh, and like your feelings of your actual artwork. Like, don't take your artwork personally. Don't let your ego get in the way of trying to educate and communicate when you need to. Um, be empathetic. Yeah. Also, stay on your ground if someone's trying to take advantage of you. Like, don't be a doormat. How
1: far do you guys think we should go into like our business practices as far as like educating people? Like, how much of that do we. Need to keep as, like, part of... Like, how far do we pull the curtain back when we're giving out, educate, when we're educating people?
0: Like, our clients that are booking us, all the way. Mm-hmm. Completely all the way. But completely transparent? Mm-hmm. I think that, like, you need to be as clear and communicative as possible with your clients because it's not their job, it's ours and they don't understand what we do. Just like I don't understand what engineers do every day or you don't. nurses, no. So like if I expect something of someone, like this is this this is the same with every job. Like I just can't expect something of someone Without knowing what they do, if they don't tell me, oh, that's not my position, or that's going to take time, or I have to like figure out how to do that, then I will be like, oh, like I thought you just could do that, and like if they don't educate me and they're like, oh, I'll get back to you, and they don't get back to me for like two weeks, I'm going to be so confused and upset that I don't understand what's going on on the other
1: end. So we're all in um, tons, not maybe tons, but quite a few Facebook groups that are targeted at photographers and other creatives Mm -hmm. um do you guys ever see posts on there and get frustrated with like other photographers who are maybe not interested in educating their clients they just want it's my way or the highway rather than a commitment to be. I don't want to say being a good business owner because clearly they're doing something right they're still you know in business making money but um rather than being someone who is willing to educate
0: yeah it gets on my nerves when photographers constantly complain about their clients. It's okay to complain every now and then. You got everyone has bad experiences, but mm-hmm. whenever it's like your job to tell your clients something and you didn't do it, or just let them be, like it's their ego talking. Like, it really get over it. You know, I don't know. I know it's all so subjective. But I think as business owners, there's just so much more that goes into it than transactions and a a trade of product and money. And you're, well, you're also really big on
1: no ego too. Yeah. You're like, I know like you personally are just like super big on like, I want to help other people learn about what, what I do and why it's Mm -hmm. valuable as opposed to.
0: It's being, being a photographer sensitive because it's your artwork. Yeah. But like, then again, that's not what it's about. It's about the client. Mm hmm. And what they're buying. It's not about, like, how good of a photo maybe or, like, how good of an artist you may be. Don't let your, like,
1: ego get in the way. Educate. Let with, them know. I think working with, um, do, like, directly with clients as opposed to someone who's, like, maybe does landscapes. Which, right. No, that's so different. I yeah, agree. Working directly with clients, it's so important to sometimes get a reminder that it is at the end of the day. It's not about you and your art. It's, it's about your client and what they're getting in exchange for the money that they're giving you. Right. Whether you're someone... I know lots of photographers who are um, adventure elopement photographers. And for, that, like, for them and their clients, it's not just about the photos that they're getting and the products that they're getting. It's about the experience that yeah. they all have together. Yes. Um, Which is the only reason you should ever get into photographing elopements. But, yeah. Um, or adventure elopements. Really? Because you're interested in
0: well you're together for like catering. 24 hours yeah and climbing you're climbing mountains together to Catering
1: to that sense of adventure but um, yeah it is important when we're doing you know family sessions in a park to remember that it's about the family that you're serving and really being mindful that you're yeah serving and continuing to educate rather than yeah. standing there and going like you know, just and if those. they
0: ask a lot of you, I'm not saying you have to do everything. I'm no. just saying you need to educate them on mm-hmm. what you can and can't do. Or if they need to pay extra for other things. But try to tell all of them that before... So it doesn't seem like you're cheating them and you're just asking for money because it'll seem that way. Like if you send them an email before the shoot and be like, if you want your turnaround time to be less than three days, if you want extra photos, if you want any redos, this is how I do it ahead of time. Then they're not going to feel like when they come back to you two weeks later and they ask for something, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a hundred dollars. What?
1: Like I'm not upfront about redos or makeup shoots. I'll be perfectly honest about that because I don't want to set the expectation that they're not. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I get that. I'm
0: just saying like. If, you, if it's a common issue or if it's something that occurs a lot in your shoes, and you've had a bad experience once, just take in mind maybe there is a better way to go about it and educate and be empathetic before you cut them off. Okay. But if they cause a lot of issues, then just
1: like what Heather did, send the album and walk away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better to just give in to that one thing than it is right. to deal with that headache, And then it literally. just comes down
0: to your own gut uh, on understanding what the best way to do it is. But I would say, like, photographers who aren't willing to educate their clients and just want to roll their eyes behind their clients' backs, that's an issue. Because that
1: happens a lot, like, in those Facebook groups. Although I will say there is something to be said for venting in a Facebook group versus. That's just safe space. I'm very hesitant to use that. say right. so it's
0: away from your clients, but not from other photographers who will.
1: Other photographers who might rant you out to your yeah, clients? Yeah,
0: yeah. They can screenshot.
1: I I do not rant very often. No, no. Because it's in Facebook groups, I do it in that privately way. here. Yeah. <laughs> I, text, I text Madeline and Heather rants about Yes.
2: If I have a situation where I truly need advice, then I'll go to a specific facebook group yeah that only has like 50 people i yep. will
1: say i am in a facebook group that's specifically for venting and some of the stuff that gets posted is hilarious i mean
2: sometimes weird i love it
1: shit happens
0: and you really do need to vent like i get it yeah mm-hmm. like sometimes you get shoot, i call clients. my
2: husband every day before or after yeah. shoot, something happened like guess what just
0: happened or, they, or like sometimes <laughs> it's just as simple as they showed up an hour late and it was just really annoying you know <laughs> mm-hmm. but in the end It's all going to probably be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can vent about it.
2: Just be careful where you vent and what you say. Yeah, be careful
1: where you're venting. Yeah, because
0: screenshots exist, people. People will sabotage you if they want
1: your business.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah. This is a very long episode because I I feel like you can't cut any of it out.
0: Might not be able to. But it's just really important to know, to, to, to find the line between following your gut, not being a doormat, but also not being empathetic. Like, you need to understand where your clients are coming from, and if you've done all you can... Then end it. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you haven't done all you can, then maybe think about why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Communicate ahead of time and throughout as much as you possibly I can. I think And learn all from every situation. Yeah, it's trial yeah. and error. Running a business,
1: you learn... It's the learning curve is so steep every single day. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like it all very much, like, does come down to communication. It does. 99% of our problems, business problems, personal problems, mm-hmm. all of it can be solved by communicating
0: yeah I agree with that I think that's a good place to yeah that was really goodbye. good if, it, if y'all have any questions if y'all need a vent or if you have please vent have, to us in yeah. our instagram messages you can dm them if you have a situation that, that you're not sure how to navigate it always reach out to a community and be like am I in the right or wrong or what do I do next because this will happen yes it happens all the time mm-hmm. um
1: if you have any client horror stories you want to share i want to know please email us at creative banter at gmail.com or dm us on social media because we would love to hear them so because they're it. funny they are funny yeah all right that's a wrap i hope y'all enjoyed this episode you can find us on social media at creative banter podcast on instagram and facebook and you can email us at creative at gmail.com
2: You can find our website at creativebanter.wix.com slash podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.